So here's what's pretty much happening. When we don't deal with certain emotions, certain needs, certain, like for instance, we feel like around every Thanksgiving or, or winter, you're like, yo, man, my family don't come together like I, I wish we did. Or I don't even want to come together with my family because I don't have a certain relationship with certain people. Or I'm missing somebody, yo, they're not here around this time. So that thing, that brings certain emotional states. So that's why I said best spiritual defense is spiritual offense. So what you have to do, you have to do stuff to build up your kidney fire. You have to do stuff to preserve certain healthy habits so you don't overindulge in certain foods that will get you sick. Because healing is not just mental, emotional, or spiritual process. It is a physical process. So the physical process of staying heated or hibernating in a way where you can thrive in the holidays is all about your kidney and bladder health so one of the major things i want to recommend that you do to 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 have great bladder and kidney health is going to be these simple tips it's going to in include just drinking more heat soups and hot stuff hot and spicy stuff right so because what i said it, it is the cold season so now as you know brewing tea throughout rising right ginger that should be a, a large part of your diet large part of your tea lifestyle right so we have soups you got all types of soups you could make right so you make these stews you make these soups you, you drink a lot of hot liquids even the water that you drink in the rising you could drink a little bit of warm water right you put a little ginger in there when you when you wake up right you can even start gargling more right the best spiritual offense is spiritual defense so since we know that there are certain forces during winter that was come against you, internal and external forces, what you do is you become a force, right? When you become a force, then you don't have to forcefully move through it. What you do is you cultivate yourself in a way where it's like, yo, I, I, I'm already prepared for that. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. So, what is it, a season of healing? Now, around holiday times, um, a lot of people actually don't like the holidays. Like most, like we think everybody and their mama look forward towards the holidays, but subconsciously, not everybody likes the holidays. In fact, a lot of people hate the holidays. Okay, you might be one of those people that just kind of hate the holiday. You're like, man, why we gotta deal with these Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving or Christmas? Like a lot of people actually hate the holidays. And the reason for that is there's an association that is not pleasure. It's like a, if you associate the holidays with lack, you're gonna dread it because yo, 
you're going to think of all the things you don't have. Oh, I don't have the perfect family. Oh, my father is not in my life. My mother's not in my life. Something traumatic happened between me and my cousins or my uncles or my brothers and sisters. So sitting around the table with them ain't that pleasurable, right? So while we think the holidays is fun for everybody and Thanksgiving is fun for everybody, Christmas is fun for everybody, the holidays is actually dreadful for some which means that some people don't look forward towards the holiday because there's an association that is attached to it, right? So it can be either grief, it can be either lack, like, yo, I don't have this, I wish I had that in my life, but I kind of don't. It can be also something that happened around the same time last year, and because it happened, you feel as if it's about to happen again, right? So the holiday's not fun for everybody because... The holidays serve as a reminder of either what we think we should have or don't have, either what we experienced back then, so we're experiencing it again, or either unhealed relationships, and we like, yo, I have to actually face these people, so I don't actually like the holidays because it kind of like, yo, people come to my house, you're like, I don't like my cousin, I don't like my, I don't like my uncle or aunt or aunt, you're like, yo, something happened between them and you know none of the family knows about it i know about it but you know i want to be there because i love my mom and my dad or my sisters but there's this one family member i don't like and i gotta dread the fact that if i don't show up they're gonna think a certain way and that's so all of these different thoughts can weigh heavy toll on you and you might not even know it's happening okay so, like, this is why I'm here. My goal is to be able to bring to your conscious awareness about what's possibly happening so you can kind of, like, shift it. So, basically, I want you to acknowledge whether the emotional state you're experiencing in this year is a result of this year or is it a recontinuation of a past year, right? Is it, is it are you experiencing it because it is what it is or are you experiencing it because it, it is what it was? It's a question to ask yourself. If you find yourself sad around these times, I want you to ask, I want you to think about what where was I around this time last year and how was I feeling, right? Where was I around this time last year and how was I feeling? Because what that's going to do is it's going to allow you to see how you are literally being influenced by the past, either the things that happened in the last season, right? So last season tend to repeat itself unless there is a disassociation or a conscious determination to switch up what happens. So one of the things I said in my last podcast is that around November, I would feel a certain type of way, right? It, it'd actually be more dreading rather than loving. And who, who somebody in here might, might say, hey, it's the same for me. Like around November or December, as it starts to get cold, I actually don't feel good, you know, right? Actually, I feel more lonely, if anything. Actually, I feel like um, I wish things were a little different. Actually, I feel like running away, right? So, so those are some things like you want to think about. How are you in this season? And are you really tapping into um, the emotional states that's happening in your body? Now, you might be wondering, like, why is that? It is important to know this stuff, not for the sole purpose of repairing relationships or healing but for the purpose of making sure that you don't get sick. So the title of this episode directly correlates to your wellness, not just in the fact of healing as it relates to a lot of times 
when we think about healing, we think healing is just, yo, I'm, I have a trauma, I'm a, it's a mental thing, right? We put healing in a mental category now. We put healing in emotional category. When we can even say healing in a way of a spiritual category. But healing is not just mental. Healing is not just spiritual. Healing is not just emotional process. Healing is actually physical. So a season of healing also means that the emotions that, you, that you're letting go is because you know it's housing your physical. So healing in this season also looks like you're doing certain things to make sure that your physical body is in a certain way, is aligned in a certain way. And around this time, sadness, grief, makes weakens your immune system. Certain emotional states, if you indulge in them, will weaken your immune system and will make you sustainable, susceptible, which means vulnerable to diseases. Because literally around winter, a lot of people would get sick because their immune system, it's like, think of winter like the white walker is coming. Winter is coming, right? Literally, it breaks, they come and they break down your immune system like um winter by that i mean as the body starts to readjust to kind of hibernate to slow down during the cold season certain organs actually their vitality goes down one of those organs is the kidney right the kidney tends to get a little bit cold think about it if you had water outside and it was like below zero you pour this tea um it would probably freeze within a few minutes or so right that's because, think of that, right? That's because the outside weather has shifted, right? And then your body also has to create certain heat, right? Now, let's say your body needs to create certain heat so you can hibernate during the winter time, but then you are literally, your kidneys are over, underheated, right? Your kidneys get too cold around winter time. Now you're like, think about it. The kidney has to do with liquids and cold, liquids, cold. Think about freezing of your, think about it. Like we're just making an analogy, a, a, just looking at the similar nature of being outside with, with a jug of water and it freezing up in the cold. Now look at your inside. Think winter time also means not just the weather, how cold or hot it is, but just the emotional winter time. So let's say within yourself, you have fear within you, you have anxiety within you, you have sadness, depression, and grief within you that will also affect your organ, organ in a certain way. Now, here's what happens around this healing time and loving time. We tend to, instead of bringing balance to our organs, our minds, our emotions, we actually, by we I mean most people, actually overindulge, right? And this overindulgence during the holiday season affects you in many ways so, so you end up eating too much you end up drinking too much you end up having too much sweets now because the culture is set up around that you have a lot of people around this time they actually don't eat to live they eat to suppress right so now if it's kind of like shining light upon some of your qualities i want you to listen from a retrospective introspective observer not blaming or shaming or feeling bad. Oh man, this I see this in myself. More like, oh, let me see this so I can kind of like shift it. So here's what's pretty much happening. When we don't deal with certain emotions, certain needs, certain like for instance, we feel like around every Thanksgiving or or winter, you're like, yo, man, my family don't come together like I, I wish we did. 
or I don't even want to come together with my family because I don't have a certain relationship with certain people, or I'm missing somebody, yo, they're not here around this time. So that thing, that brings certain emotional states. So that's why I said best spiritual defense is spiritual offense. So what you have to do, you have to do stuff to build up your kidney fire. You have to do stuff to preserve certain healthy habits so you don't overindulge in certain foods that will get you sick. Because healing is not just mental, emotional, or spiritual process. It is a physical process. So the physical process of staying heated or hibernating in a way where you can thrive in the holidays is all about your kidney and bladder health. So one of the major things I want to recommend that you do to, to, to have great bladder and kidney health is going to be these simple tips. It's going to in, include just drinking more heat soups and hot stuff, hot and spicy stuff, right? So because what? I said it, it is the cold season. So now, as you know, brewing tea throughout rising, right? Jing, ginger, that should be a, a large part of your diet, li- large part of your tea lifestyle, right? So we have soups, you know, you got pinto, you got all types of soups you could make, right? So you make these stews, you make these soups, you you drink a lot of hot liquids. Even the water that you drink in the rising, you could drink a little bit of warm water, right? You put a little ginger in there when when you wake up, right? You can even start gargling more, right? Start the best defense, the best spiritual offense is spiritual defense, so since we know that there are certain forces during winter that was come against you, internal and external forces, what you do is you become a force, right? When you become a force, then you don't have to forcefully move through it. What you do is you cultivate yourself in a way where it's like, yo, I, I, I'm already prepared for that, right? So I've kind of been throughout this whole podcast up until this point, I've kind of been preparing you for the feelings and emotional states that come. So you're like, yo, what are some literally tips I can do to do what? To, to take advantage of this season of healing and loving. Here's the thing. Letting go is going to be the first thing. The moment we can let go and understand that what happened then does not have to repeat itself, we can break the cycle of the repetitive nature that happens every holiday. Like I told you, some people get sad every holiday because it reminds of, of something that's lacking, of attention that is undealt with. Um, and because of that, it, it plays a toll on them. But what if you can flip the switch by making this year a different year? This year can be the year that you break off those gener- those repeated patterns. So if last November you were sad, in December you were sad, if last November you felt resentful, how about during the dinner you kind of have these conversations to break free of them, right? So I was talking about, like, yo, the families that come together that have, like, Thanksgiving dinner Instead of, yo, you're just passively eating the food, you could actively create a culture around Thanksgiving where it becomes a season of healing and loving. Now, if you're the head of your family, if you're a mama, a sister, I mean, if you're a mama or a dad, perfect. Right now, you could take the initiative to go out and make this happen. So you're like, what do I mean? Here's what I mean. Why are you making up all this food? Why don't you surround the culture of the eating, not just for the food and to give thanks, but to also squash some beef, right? So like you might know a family member don't like each other, like come up with a game where you're gonna get them to communicate in a way where they can do it in a play-like motion and they can break off that thing, right? They can break off that, uh, right? Let go of the resentment, 
let go of the the guilt, the shame, like express some stuff. Like I feel like to be honest, if it even if it explodes the family dinner, you might have to get some skeletons out of the closet during this time because what it's going to do is literally going to break a cycle. Right? And you know how you around people, you don't want to be around them, but you just around them cuz like you you got you feel forced. So once you cultivate yourself, you become a f like you become the force. You don't have to force yourself. What I mean by that is you walk in and you change the energy, right? You bring a different energy. So let's say you became vegan or vegetarian. You want to bring that energy to your dinners too. You want to bring that energy to your family too. So make sure you, you don't condemn them and say, don't eat meat, but at least bring like an eggplant meal or something. Bring some quinoa or something. Bring something healthy. Bring some ackee or something, right? Bring something that you can say, hey, look, look, look at my lifestyle. Look, tap in. This actually tastes really good. So start shifting your culture in that way. So what I just mentioned is you got games, right? You play games to reveal certain truths. And then it's not just about the skeletons. It's not just about squashing the beef. It's also about creating memorable experiences. So memorable experiences are best created throughout the holidays because the holidays, um, there's a lot of mixture of things that makes it so special. Right. One of the things that makes it so special is the music associated with the holidays. So your brain records the music, the, the season, um, the food. And then when you mix that with people you love, it secretes certain that causes the secretion of certain hormones. So literally it's a memories of the holidays stick in your subconscious mind. It is in your memory. It's literally ingrained in such a way that you have to undo them by rerouting new ones i'm literally telling you the neuroscience of how this works this is actually very deep but it's very simple so basically you might be experiencing the same christmas same thanksgiving since for the last 10 20 years because you've you have you're not recreating you're not creating a new experience you're recreating your expectation of an old one so like you might walk in a room and recreate the same thing like because you probably expect this from this person you expect that from this person oh you're like man this person is gonna be the negative one and you you might not realize that this person is actually this is their mindset here right instead of like being the force and kind of like helping with the mindset you have more of a like oh, i don't want to hear it right but what if you brought a oh let me hear what you have to say and really understand what you're saying and respond to you in such a way that can add value to you and I can hear what you're saying. And then I can actually respond. And like, when you switch the way you respond, you change a big thing. So this is psychology. This is medicine, Chinese medicine. This is a mixture of many, many things. So it's like, yo, how do I create memorable? How do I get those memories going? So it's about, uh, it's like, yo, is this. It's the simple stuff. It doesn't have to be nothing crazy. Right. It's just no, let go of the expectations, let go of the resentment. Right. And just understand that the people in your life, they here now, they're not going to be there forever. So gratitude is a major way of creating memorable experiences. So really, really focus on just being grateful for every single aspect of that gathering. Right. From you know, the fact that, like, for instance, if everybody around the table say, yo, I'm grateful for you, and this is why I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for this, and then also sharing memories. Like, let's say you can talk to some people um, in your family or friends. Some of us have Friendsgiving. Some of us have family, Thanksgiving. You could, you could actually just go over 
Remember When. I said, you play a game called Remember When? So this is just to kind of like go back in some memories, reshuffle them, and bring them into light so you can kind of like hardwire them, right? Now, as a family too, this would be also a great time to sit down and talk about um, different ways. Like, what, what are your goals for next year? What are your visions? What are some things you're growing out of this year? What are some things you noticed that you could have done better, right? So this time is a season of healing and moving forward, and right? So we wanted this to be a season of healing instead of a season of grieving. We want this to be a season of treasuring instead of and honoring rather than the season of holding back or holding in, right? So the, what I mean by that is, listen, some people, when you notice they aren't around, it's going to affect you a certain way. And by all means, to feel an effect of someone that's no longer there means that you love them and they're still alive within you. So don't feel like you have to run away from what you feel. It's just no, you feel what you feel, but then you convert that into a, a honor of this person, right? A way to honor them. So find a way to honor the people that have now became ancestors while you also grieve them. Grieving is nothing wrong with grieving. It's a way of releasing. But when we release, the release should turn to honor, right? The release should not become stagnation. Because if release becomes stagnation, you never release. So what I mean by that is you honor by allowing yourself to feel it is that you feel treasure the person you might even go back and see some memories and like keep them on the top of your mind keep them alive within you You can talk about this person but it's a form of honor right once you catch it when you understand that this person now is a spirit and they're still with you in a way it transform everything for you You're like man okay let's treasure how like for instance let's treasure how my grandma was here when she was here. Treasure it. Talk about the memories. And then also understand, a lot of us, we, we say she's in heaven or he's in heaven now. This is just means that we are acknowledging that the spirit is no longer a, a, a being carnally, but that the spirit's still here, that they're still watching over you. They're your ancestors. So that is a way of honoring and treasuring the people while also feeling the feeling that, man, they're no longer with us, but they're still with us. And that's something that you could collectively do with your family, right? Some people, they light up candles. Some people, they, they might show up some memories. Those things are healing too, right? Healing is not running away from feeling. Mm. Healing is feeling and going within and honoring all the ways that you feel. That opens up the door to heal, right? Healing is not running away from feeling. Healing is feeling and releasing. That's what's healing. So you might feel tension. That's good. You start to release some of that. So somebody want to know, okay, I get it. But I get in a loop where I just can't stop thinking about it. And I know this, I know that. But here's the thing. It isn't annoying until you need to conceptualize or think yourself out of it. It's more of a cultivation that is, that's just within you. There are certain energies that you just can't get rid of. They're going to come up from time to time. But like I said, the best spiritual offense is spiritual defense, right? So what I mean by that is you, def you defend your, the, no, the best spiritual defense is spiritual offense. You defend yourself by taking action to cultivate something within you. So I show people exercises to work their lungs. The lungs is affected by grief, 
right? The heart is affected by sadness. The kidneys are affected by fear. The media is putting out things to make you scared. They're putting out things to get you in grief. You have personal grief. You have personal fears. You have personal things that make you sad. But as a collective, they also know how to alter how you feel by making you angry, pissed off, sad, and grieving by the people you even look up to. There's some kid right now grieving because young Dolph is no longer around. But not only is this kid grieving young Dolph, but they probably lost two or three family members during COVID. So now I'm going through social media. I'm seeing somebody I look for up to. I'm angry that it happened. I'm scared that it might happen to me if I try to do anything good in the world. <laughs> what it just means, it just means it might happen to me if I just if I just try to prosper, if I try to promote um, taking care of family, looking out, because that's what Dolph kind of stood for in his music. Or Nipsey Hussle when that happens. Or when Kobe Bryant, when that happens. Like when different things happen, these things don't just happen randomly. There's a structure and attack that they do to affect you so your organs can be depleted around certain times so you can be sustainable to getting sick so that way the system can keep going. I can tell you how far the rabbit hole goes and the rabbit hole goes really deep. They know how to manipulate your emotional states. They know how to get you in a state of grief, anxiety, fear. Now you got your personal stuff you're dealing with and you got the other collective stuff that comes and thrown at you. And when you scroll up, you're seeing these things. So you're like, yo, what is a spiritual offense tool to be spiritual defensive? You're like, okay. First thing, you have to guard your energy. So consume less of the media so that way you can be more. You, listen, you can. it's hard to deal with your, your own stuff, close proximity, your family. Why are you worried about all the celebrities and all these other people when you have your own stuff to deal with, right? So this will be a good time for a detox from social media. Now you can go on social media, and this is your choice, right? You go on social media for like intentional stuff, but when you find yourself stuck in a scrolling hole, right? Those little traps they put, the reels trap, um, those Facebook videos trap, you gotta get out of the trap, right? Because then you're gonna be less influenced by those other forces and you can focus on other things around this season. So, a couple of suggestions is when athletes play sports, in order for them to be good, what they do is they watch tapes, right? Not only do they watch tapes of themselves, but they watch tapes of the other team. Now, the reason why athletes do this is because they understand if I want to know my, the next move that I'm going to make, I need to know what next move I made. Not only do I need to know that the next move I the the last move I made, but I need to know the last move my opponent made. So it's about also knowing the move you made. So if you go on your Facebook memory a year ago, two years ago, you're gonna see what move you was making. If you go in your journal and you go, you have a little deeper, you're gonna actually see what move any emotions you were experiencing. Now you can go back to those. You can then create a plan to do what a plan to make sure that you are either opposing the moves that you're changing up the moves that didn't work or then you're doing the moves that do so here's what i mean if we go back there's a there is a um cyclical nature to life and things repeat themselves unless you stop the repetition with intention 
So if you know that around, if you go back to your Facebook memories or go to your captions or go to your journal entry, you might find that some of the stuff you're experiencing right now, you experienced in it last year. And you might think, oh, how did I deal with last year's problem as last year's person? But who am I this year and how can I deal with this year's reoccurring pr problem by with the person I've become? Right. When we consciously can say that, we say, oh, I'm actually much stronger and different than I was last year. So I actually don't have to experience the same thing last year, that this year that I did last year. I can actually change it up. So once you make that determined effort, then you're like, you know what? I'm not going to stay and be sad and be all down about. I'm actually going to do the. I'm going to create in my itinerary to cultivate a different type. You're like, OK, maybe I stayed home too much. I didn't get out enough. And that kind of enhanced it. So you said, okay, if that happened, <coughs> how about I create a community, a culture of doing stuff around this time, right? Going to certain events that's going to fuel me up. So how about I be proactive? I'm both going to rest, but then I'm going to go be active because I realize that around this time, I, I, I get to lonelier, right? Around this time, maybe I feel lonelier. Around this time, maybe I, so let me figure out a way to navigate around that. So basically what I'm saying is once you know a pattern, you can do and you can then say, hey, I'm going to create a play to go against that. It's the same way in sports. Like, you know, if you know your next move on the basis of what how you moved in the past, you can choose how to move now because now you already know. If you know that around this time you're about to waste and spend all your money, then you know I need to create certain boundaries. I need to kind of like hide money from myself. And give money to somebody to hold it down for me. If you know that um, last year you was giving gifts and you just gave gifts on the basis of material um, and value. Like, man, this year I can actually save money by creating more heart-to-heart -heart gifts. Um, if you know last year during Thanksgiving you ate a whole bunch of food and that kind of started a process of you gaining some weight. And then you, now you're like, man, I lost, I gained weight and then I have to start the new year trying to lose weight. And that was my resolution anyway, so I don't I feel confused and now you feel bad about yourself. Then what you can say is, oh, this season, you know what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to move, right? I'm actually going to stay active. And as as you start to feel and hear those things, you're like, oh, that's the truth. Don't run away from it, right? Don't run away from what you know. You, you have to be an observer and seer and say, let me do the okay, let me change. You don't run away because just because you run away from it. Oh, I don't want to do it. I don't, don't want to deal with it. Doesn't mean it's going to go away. So once you say, hey, oh, around this time I eat too much. I don't move. What is what you do? You say, let me practice consciously eating right now. Let me add a workout to my schedule right now. Let me add the breathing, the meditation to my schedule right now. In fact, how about I get a coach before January? So you make the shifts before the sh happen, right? If you don't make the shift, sh happens. So shit happens when you don't make the shift. So you got to make the shift right now, right? So a couple of things you can start doing is breathing, moving, communicating, letting go. And that is the, what constitutes a season of healing. That, that's what constitutes a season of loving, right? So one of the major things that I loved about um, the word, right, the word, there's a love is patient and love is kind. So I like that. Love is patient, love is kind. So just be just a little bit more patient with yourself, first of all. Because 
trust me, you probably get on your nerve more than anybody else. So love is patient. Love is kind. So be loving to yourself. Be a little patient with your, like your, your bad habits. Be a little patient with that. But then be kind, right? So what do I mean by that? You don't need to blame and bash yourself a lot for what you didn't do this year, what you could have done, what you should have done. But at the same time, you need to reflect and review on those things so that way you can create an action plan to make them happen, to grow, or to apply them, right? But at the same time, that same grace and space you're going to give to yourself, and you got to give it to you, you got to also extend it to other people, right? Being kind, being patient, right? All of those are great values for this season. And start, remember, if it's hard to deal with the emotional, spiritual, start with the physical. Once you start breathing, moving, you're going to start the healing process. Start walking, start doing the qigong, right? And for those of you who want to do the work more in-depthly, go to the Holistic Lifestyle Tribe and join a community and start doing some of the movements. So that way you can actually, what I said, the best spiritual defense or spiritual offense. So you can actively do stuff to cultivate vitality within you so that way you can heal and don't get sick during the holiday seasons. Okay? So that's pretty much my message. If you're interested in that, go to the holisticlifestyletribe.com. Right? Just go to holisticlifestyletribe.com and you'll get access to the daily rising primes, which are daily Zoom calls. First thing in the rising, 7 a.m. Eastern. We have personal development. You have movement. You have mind, mental health check-in. And then we do Qigong. All of that is going to be available when you go to holisticlifestyletribe.com and join the community. With that being said, remember it's a season of healing and love and it does not have to be a season of hurt and hate and resentment and anger. Just make a determined effort that you know, I'm going to switch things around, right? I'm not going to let things stay the same way, right? I'm not going to let I'm going to shift the culture this 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 year and I'm just going to change things around. Once you do that, a big shift will happen. Once you shift, you get out of the shit. All right, wise words from the holistic motivator. <laughs> All right, y'all, appreciate y'all for tapping in. Um, for those of you watching on YouTube, make sure you, you click that click subscribe button, like this video, and uh, definitely share it to a friend or family member. Everybody else, I want to thank y'all for tapping in to another episode of Ed Talks Daily. Make sure you go to edtalksdaily.com in order to listen to the podcast right and uh be sure you leave um subscribe to it and be sure you go and you leave your boy a review you know what i'm saying by leaving a review you're gonna get this podcast out to more and more people more people know it exists and then this will be able to empower more and more people and for those of you who are feeling extra grateful today make sure you send some gratitude right so go to edtalksdaily.com forward slash donate and send some love, support. You can also send gratitude via Cash App by Cash Apping um, dollar sign Ed Talks, right? So appreciate appreciate y'all for watching. Remember, you have the unlimited power in you to transform your life, transform the season. 
You literally don't have to repeat last year's pain. You can step into this year's pleasure as soon as you understand that last year is not this year. It's a new year. So remember, let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. All right. Treasure your treasure. Treasure the ability to shift. Like treasure that you don't have to do the same thing. Once you realize that, oh, I'm not stuck to this weight, I create my destiny, though I can actually change how I experience this season by having certain intention. Once you're intentional about the season, this is when healing happens. But once you just reactive, it just react. It rehappens. When you're intentional, you make it happen. When you're reactive, it happens again. Okay? So be intentional. And you're going to then see that it happens the way you want it and not the way it's always happened. So remember, let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. It's the holistic motivator. And I want to thank you all for watching this. Stay blessed. Stay in your power. And remember, keep healing and loving during this season. Peace. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.